Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. Where else can you listen to Big Brother House Guests, Survivor Castaways, and the Amazing Racer Racers? That's right. Here at the Rad Reality Show Network, and we have so many other guests. Everyone sit back and enjoy. Let's start with the intro and let's get the show on the road. show the amazing sunday night and this is ron rad tonight we talk amazing race if you guys have a question you guys can call in um 347-237-5506 welcome race fans this is your rad reality show network we connect you to the reality stars you love tonight is march 13th 2016 and it's also the first day of daylight savings time this year. And I'm so thankful for that because that means springtime is right around the corner. I'm Cherry Garcia. I'll be your co-host tonight. And I'm so glad you're here with us for the Amazing Race Second Pit Stop Show with our host and our rock salad host, Luis Dorado from Season 16 of The Amazing Race. He's doing recaps for us each and every Sunday night right here and you never know who just might call in to join him because everybody loves Louie. Of course, fans are always included and are always encouraged to join and to participate. So all you have to do is call 1-347-237-5506. And we do ask that you press number one key on your phone once you're on our switchboard. That simply lets us know that you're ready to join us on air. Time to get our host up here and get this party started. So is everybody ready for a little Louie Louie? Here we go. Ha, ha, ha. 
Wait, you there? Hey, what's up, brother? Love you guys. Hey, Louie, Louie. Yo, what's up, Cherry? What's up, baby? How are you doing? I'm doing great now that you're here. How are you? Uh, thank you, baby. I'm doing great. I um, uh, The weather's been beautiful. Uh, spring's around the corner. Um, you know, just like it, it's uplifting. Uh, my fitness academy's doing really good. And, you know, getting people every day joining up and getting them motivated and getting them fit and in shape, and I'm loving it. Um. A friend made, like, one of the nicest compliments today um, on my fitness page. He said, um, if roles were reversed today, you'd be playing first base, and I'd be playing right field uh, because he's an amazing baseball player. I was I was, I was, was just, like, a mediocre baseball player as a kid. You know, like, and so um, that was a huge compliment coming from him, you know, because he's, you know, he's always been into baseball and stuff. So, um it's just about a mindset and staying in shape and eating right and just, you know, doing the right things in life. And, you know, it's not that hard. So, I mean, anybody can do it, and, and I want you to do it. <laughs> so, um, but I got a, I got a few issues. I got some issues that I want to address on our show, Cherry. And I'm sure you know which issue it is. <laughs> and I know you're good. You're going to know exactly what I'm talking about once I bring it up. Because um, Mike had called me up and wanted to make sure I didn't jump off a roof or something um, when I when I saw the list come out. Um, but the top 20 team, 25 teams of all time on the Amazing Grace list um, that came out. Do you Are you aware of this, Cherry? No. No? You have not seen it? No. This? CBS, if you go to CBS.com or you Google CBS 25 most favorite Amazing Race teams of all time, you will see the list. I'm gonna, we're going to talk about the list. I'm, we're gonna, that's going to be my topic of discussion most, in it. <clears throat> favorite 25 Amazing most. Race teams of all time. Um so if anybody wants to call in and chime in with me, I mean, some of them I agree with 100%. Others, uh, to me, are questionable. Some, I'm like, who are these people? I don't, you know, you, you, they're not even, to me, they're not even memorable. Um, there's actually a blog, I think it was on Facebook, that Mike read. I didn't see it. Um, and they somebody said they should do the 25 most despised or hated teams. And this person put Mike and I up there as one of the teams. I'm like, what? <laughs> but that's all right. Hey, everybody has an opinion, and I'm fine with that, you know. Um, sometimes being hated is just as good as being loved. I mean, so <laughs> like, it's funny. Um, uh, let's, let's, before we talk about that, let's just talk about Caleb on Survivor. If they don't take him back, I know we're not a Survivor show, but I, I, I love Survivor. <laughs> Um, they don't take him back. He gave his heart and soul to try again. They have to. They just have to. Um, when he passed out and um, after winning for his, you know, the beauty team, you know, um, I was like, wow. 
Wow, he was the last person I thought that would happen to. But keep it keep it rocking, Caleb. If you're listening, and um, you know, I was talking to Derek about it um, from Big Brother, his boy Derek, um, and Derek's like, yeah, they're gonna probably take him back. They have to, you know. I agree. So, what is your opinion on that? I have been rooting for him this season. Yeah. I said on the show on our Thursday night show. Um, where we talk about Survivor with Big Mike, yep. uh, that I thought that Caleb was much more suited for Survivor than he was Big Brother. And I was really oh, rooting absolutely. for him. Yep. And it really broke my heart to see him go out that way. You know, he was in ICU for like five days. Yeah. Wow. After being medevaced out. Um, yeah. So... God, he probably yeah, was his, so dehydrated. I mean, his body was probably shutting down. That's how dehydrated he was. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, he was so, He was not um, playing in any stretch of the imagination. Um, no. Very, very critical situation there. Now, I've just Absolutely. gone through the 25 teams, and <laughs> I'm pissed. Who, what, team, what team do you not see up there, Cherry? <laughs> Uh, one team in particular. <laughs> Look, I'm a little bummed. Where did they come right? up with this? It is. I have no idea. I, didn't see I don't know. Go up. I didn't either. Obviously, I don't think it was a vote because we would have known about it. You know, somehow, some way, a vote would have came around. You know, and I think there should be one that's voted on. Not, you know, maybe they should do one where there's the most you know, the, the the most favorite teams, the hated teams, most despised teams, whatever you want to call it, and have people vote on it, you know, and but, <clears throat> um, whatever, whatever, you know. Like, I don't know if there's any certain order, like, um, this is in, but the first team that pops up is Adam Dirks and Bethany Hamilton. And, yeah, I got to agree with that. I mean, because she played with one arm. She was amazing. She was really, really incredible. I mean, the things she was able to do that, you know, it w- just it was incredible. It was incredible. So, I mean, I could see I could see them being a fan favorite, you know. Um, and please, Jerry, chime in. As we go along with this, I mean, if you don't, you disagree with me, I'm fine with that. You know. Um, then there was there was uh, B.J. Averill and Tyler um, McNiven, the hippie team. Yeah, all right. Uh, I guess I don't know. Let me get let me catch um, back up to you. I gotta I gotta get my screen back. I gotta click back slow <coughs> way. So give me a minute to get you, back to okay, where you're okay. at. And, um, all right. Yeah, so they, I mean, there was the hippies. Together. Yeah. So, we, you know, like I said, we got the first team was, um, oh, where the hell did I just go? Oh, there we go. Um, you know, Adam Dirks and Bethany Hamilton. So you remember them. You had that screen. It's, it's the very first thing that pops up, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there to you now. Right. Okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm at the hippies. BJ and Tyler... I liked them, I have to say. You know, I yeah. I did like them. They were 
they were a lot of fun to race with because they did have so much fun on the race. Right. I like people that fun. enjoy yep. being on the race <coughs> and yep. have fun while they're out there, and they did that. I mean, so, uh, during their during their season, they had to eat a bucket of uh, fried crickets. You know, like so it was like, um, oh, I mean, they, no, I'm sorry. Let me correct. I think they said even if they had to eat a bucket of fried chickens, they would have, you know, they would have they they would have did their best, you know, because they they always yeah. had a positive attitude, you know. Um, yeah. You know when they, uh, you know, they they were a fun team. All right, so I gotta, I'm I'm gonna agree with that too. All right. Um, let's see. All right, yeah, well, Bopper and and, and uh, Mark, they were they were definitely a fun team. You know, it's that whole southern accent and and they were just um they, they were fun, you know. I agree. Very with that. relatable. <clears throat> yes. A lot yep. of people can relate yep. to them. Exactly. Um I mean Oh wow! Um, Phil actually admitted that they're one of his top three favorite teams of all time. So wow, that's pretty. That's a huge statement. So uh, let's see, Team Four. Not, nah, I don't know. Manera um, and Myrna. Um, yeah, Myrna, 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 is that Myrna, 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 Myrna. I'm sorry, I could kill a word. Um, um, and and Kala. I don't. This one I got to disagree with. Why? Just because she was a little person? Is that why? I don't. You know. I. I don't know. But well, I'm probably going to get what? killed for saying this. Lightning Go ahead. strike Go ahead. me down. <laughs> <laughs> I love them as people, but their attitudes yes. on the race were not always the greatest. Nope. I agree. I agree, one hundred percent. I I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Them there's going to be a team off the race. But look, there's going to be a team in. There's going to be a team in this. Complained a lot. Yeah. Oh, big time, big time. It was annoying. You know, and it's not when we're not. It's not like we're you know goofing on, you know, people with deformities or little people or whatever. It's just. It was the attitude. It could have been, if it was different, maybe it were, I would be thinking differently. You know what I mean? Um, there is a team on here. You're gonna, you may be shocked that I'm, I'm pissed that they're on there. But um, you know, when we get to them, I'll talk about it. Um, Chip and Reiken, Reik, Reik, uh How do you say his name? Riken. Um, Riken. Thank you. Um, so it's the, it's the first gay couple um to be crowned champs of the amazing race. Um um look I've been watching this show from the beginning. They're not memorable. I don't I, I don't know about you, but to me they weren't mem- memorable team. You know? Um I, what, what is your opinion? I I just like I don't they, really remember I don't them either. No. I don't. I mean, and I've been watching. I've watched every single season. I've just. I don't remember them. So we're gonna click next. <laughs> okay. So all right, <laughs> here we go. Dave and Connor O'Leary. Yes, one hundred percent. Yep. I mean, the father being famous for tearing his Achilles. 
and then coming back and winning the whole damn thing. You know what I mean? Um, that was and 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 um, Connor having um, what do you have? Hodgkin's lymphoma or something. He had a type of yeah. cancer as well. You know, so um, I think that both cancer survivors, as as I think about it, you know, I think so. Um, um, yeah. But so yeah, I mean. I, Yes, 100%. Absolutely I, I, with that if, one, yeah. If I was looking through a list, yes, I would say yes. Um, let's go on. Here we go. All right. Dave and Rachel Brown. Here's another team I'm not remembering. <laughs> it's not that long ago. It was, just, it was actually uh, freaking eight seasons ago, you know. So it was that four, about four years ago, you know. I'm sure, you know. Kind of shortly after mine, you know, probably around 2000, let's see, it's two seasons, about 12, 10, 11, 12, around two, 2012 probably in that area. But um, I don't remember them right now. I got, I would have to watch it and then go, oh, yeah, now I remember. But just looking at their pictures, looking at their names, do you remember them? I don't. I mean, so. I really don't. I, I, I mean, and, and normally if it's somebody that's really <coughs> – that big, they stand out right away. And like you, I would have to go back and see more about them to remember. Yeah. Right. You'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, now I remember you, but. Right. What did you think a top 25 team is a team where if you just looked at their pitches and you're like, oh, yeah, I know that, you know, that's, that's um, you know, that's uh, Jay Cord or that's, you know, Bopper and Milton, you know, like, like you know, one of right. you know, like that. You should you know, know them like, instantly. Exactly, exactly. So let's see, number eight on this list. Oh, yes, <laughs> all right. Um, Dustin and Candace. Um, the Beauty Queens. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I kind of remember them, but... Um, Again, it's a team that like I don't know. I'd have to like I'd have to I'd have to look more. I'd have to remember about them more. I just they're not a team that sticks out to me. Um, I would like to know how CBS went about picking these teams. You know, they must. Uh, I don't know if they're going by their social media or they're going by you know what they remember or you know like I'm sure. Bertram had a hand in it, you know, with his crew. Maybe they did, you know. Um, as we move on to number nine on this. In their two seasons, respectively. So they, they've already played yeah. two seasons. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and they're still not that memorable. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Um, and we're avid viewers of this show, so it's like, eh. Um, number nine on this list is okay, Clayton and Big I'm gonna, Here's where I'm going to have something to say. All right, let me let me finish first, and then you may say whatever you want, my sweetheart. Okay, go ahead. They they um they're a very memorable team, and I I can see how they're fan favorites. You know, being a Holland Globetrotter, they you know they really stuck out. Um, so I could see them being a top twenty-five favorite team. But what is your opinion, Cherry? I love this. Go ahead. <laughs> I said it when they first came on the race, and I'll say it till my dying day. Yeah. 
I don't think it's fair to have a team like them on the Amazing Race because they are known around the globe. And right, so there's a little when you have somebody like the Harlem Globetrotters who are known not only in this country, but in countries all over the world, yeah. and they're going into airports all over this all over this globe and are being recognized, people in airports are going to help them instantly. Yeah. Where they're not going to help other teams. Other teams are nobody. Harlem Globetrotters are going to walk in an airport and people are going to run up to them instantly right. knowing them and help them. And to <clears throat> me that's a disadvantage to the other team. Well, right. And I just don't think it's fair to have internationally known athletes thrown into the mix with people who are just unknown everyday people. I just don't think that's fair. You know, well, everybody always well, I, tells me I, and when I say that no. the game isn't fair and okay, right. so it's not, but that's just my take on it. I I have to agree with you. Um the my take, I, I, I agree with you with that. I, I totally agree with you. If there was other teams, like, for example, perfect example, this season, most of those teams are recognized because of the Internet. So you see them going into the airports and people running up to them and, you know, and, and greeting them and taking pictures with them. It's not just one team that's known. They're all known. So it's not that much of a disadvantage in this sense. But in that sense, yes, because everybody else is not known. They're known and they're not. I mean, they are, and no, the other teams aren't known. So, yeah, it's like, you know, it's, it's unfair. Now, here's one of my – here's one of my – this is a team I would definitely pick. Gary and Mallory Irvin. I just love – and, again, it's that southern – you're going to see a lot of this throughout this whole thing. It's that southern <laughs> accent, that southern attitude. It's, it, it's, it's lovable. It is what it is, you know, and so – I love Mallory. She's a good friend, you know. Good down to down to earth people, though. You know they're yeah. They draw you in because they have that good heart about them, and I love both Gary and Mallory to death. I think they're sweet people. Um, really, just they have they have that southern way about them because that's what's taught in the South is yeah. to be have that respect and and be cordial and, you know, be nice to your fellow man. And, you know, it's just taught in the Southern way of life, you know. And they're both just awesome people. I love them to death. So, yeah. And you you recognize them instantly, you know. And they had that great father-daughter bond. So I agree. Now, here's an interesting one, all right? Um, Jamie Edmondson and uh, Kara um, Rosenfeld, right? Was it Jamie or Kara who was the bitch in the first time they were on? Um, I'm trying to remember. But one of them was, like, so mean to, like, cab drivers and, you know, just, like, just being rude in other countries. It was one of the reasons like when I was on it, when my season, I remembered them and I was like, I am not going to be like that. 
to, you know, people in other countries because we're visitors there. But when they got their second chance to come back around, <laughs> you noticed that they were totally different. They were they, they were, did not have that cocky attitude because um, the game does humble you in senses as, as well, you know, as, especially after you go home and watch it. Um, so as a favorite team, I don't know about that. Maybe because the second time around they did, you know, do better. I mean, they, they were more, um, you know, but the first time. You know, so the description here, it doesn't even mention them playing a second time. No, I know, it but they did. They did. They did. They did fourteen. I know and they, they did. did. A, 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 but it, yeah, yeah. It doesn't even mention that they played a second time. It talks about no. them playing the first time, finishing in uh, um, second place, despite never winning a leg in the race. Right. See, uh, here's the thing. Yes, they are memorable. Yes, you look at them. Yeah, I. Yeah, you know, maybe I may never remember names, but yeah. Oh, I remember them. They're the cheerleaders. Yes. You know, and we've talked about them several times throughout our podcast show as far as their attitude and, you know, who they are and stuff. Here's one of my favorites and the winners of their season, Jason, Case, and Amy Diaz. Love you guys. Um, You know, they're on this list, and they well deserve to be on this list. They were well – they were loved. Um, They they did so good on the show. They, They came in second place. Like six times, um, you know, it just they just played one hell of a game, and um, and they got that. They're, they're both good looking. They got that look about them as well, you know. So it's like, you know, both they're my teams. Um, so <laughs> I love them. So um, congratulations, I do love Jason, Jason and Amy, Amy for being on the list. Um, and all right, here we go. Jeff and Jordan. Jeff's a friend of mine. We, you know, I, every once in a while, chat we'll chat through text. Okay, so nothing against Jeff. I love Jeff as a person. You know, but should he be on this twenty-five most of the They, they, in no disrespect, but they sucked on my season. The only reason they got saved at one point was because of Mike and I. You know, they they won the very first leg of the race, and then their shit just fell apart, and they did awful the rest of the time. You know. Um, what, uh, and now look, nothing against Big Brother because I know I got Big Brother fans listening well as well. But it's not about that. It's about the Amazing Race we're talking right now. Okay, I'm not talking about oh, the, you know, yeah, they're loved in the Big Brother world. Yes, 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 yes. No questions asked, right? But why should they be a top twenty-five team? Please answer me that. I. Because they are CBS royalty. <laughs> All right, so then they're CBS royalty, so then I'm thinking fans didn't pick this list. That's all I'm saying. Because Somebody in the chat the room picked- asked why Brunchell did not make it, and I said because she's getting ready to pop out a baby. That's another yeah. pair of CBS royalty. And if Brunchell... Yep. If- Rachel wasn't getting ready to pop out a baby. I guarantee you they would be on this list. Why wouldn't it? Well, I mean, it's not got to do with not being on the list or being pregnant. That's got nothing to do with anything, though. You know what I mean? That would have nothing to do with anything. I mean, if she's pregnant, because this isn't, this is just a list. It's not like they're going to be putting this game together and they're going to be racing against each other, I don't think. 
you know. So I hate. Um, I have I, a feeling this list means more than you think. Yeah, I'm betting it does too. Jimmy, Jed, look, look, Jeff and Jordan, I love you to death. You guys are my friends. I mean, I just, I'm just talking. I'm like out of the box, you know. My my opinion. Look, if they're going to be doing a big, huge 30th anniversary thing where, you know, they're going to have all these teams and in a season compete against each other for the who's the best, I don't get why Jeff and Jordan, but it's for TV. It, I get that. It's they they're recognizable. Yes, you know, people know them. Yes, you know. So now Jet and Jet and Cord, I believe. Uh, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent should be. Now, let me let me just back one thing up. The reason there's a reason I do like Jeff and Jordan on the on the list is because they're from my season. So, and here's another team from my season, sixteen, uh, Jet and Court. And as far as I'm concerned, they are the all-time known favorite team of the Amazing Race. Um, I've I've heard this two channels before, so um, they're just fun to watch. And again, it's that southern hospitality, that southern accent. People love it. Just people love it, you know. So, um, congratulations, Jet and Court. I love you guys. You guys rock. So, um, any 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 output on that, Chevy? Chevy? Good gravy. I don't think so. <laughs> that was that was Jet's favorite line, man. He must have said that a million times. He should have had, he should have had shirts. He should have had shirts made up. Good gravy. Yes, he should um. have. <laughs> he sh- he should have done something with that. He should have um copyrighted that. Right. Now yeah, look, all right, here's the Beekman boys that then um, Josh Kilmore, Purcell, and Brent Ridge. They, they're known because of the internet and TV and the other shows. Um, that's why they're known, I guess. That's why they're on this list. I have nothing else to say. It, it is what it is. And they, and they won. So, on top of everything else. Off. So, um, Ken and Tina Green. Season 13. All right, so this was like late 2007, eight around there, right? I uh, not a very memorable team for me. Um, they, I do what I do remember about them is that they did argue a lot, you know. So why is that a favorite? You know, this, they got to make up. A, they got to do a list, you know most hated and the most, you know, so maybe the favorite list is, is a combination of everything, you know, views, um, hated, loved. That's why it's a favorite list. I'm assuming because I wouldn't call them a favorite team. My, I mean, or a loved team. Uh, right. Laura Pearson and Tyler Adams. Um, they were a cool team. Um, they they um, they did very well on their season, um, but you know I I, I guess yeah I, I I'll give a nod on them as far as being a favorite team because they did play very very well. Um, so I mean and plus their season was the team they they were um, 
put together because that was a season where they they put couples together. So for them to pull together and 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 right. become char- become characters together um, was pretty impressive. So congratulations, Laura and Tyler. Uh, here we go. We are on 18. All right, Margie and Luke. Love Margie and Luke. Um, Luke could be annoying at times. It, it, it is what it is. But uh, and the way he, t- he treated his mom at times, I didn't I didn't like. But I loved how she put him in his place. Uh, <laughs> um, but they played a hell of a race, and um, that's it's pretty impressive. Congratulations, Margie and Luke, for being on this list. And we are on to let's see, Nat and Cat. <laughs> um, they. They they were they were awesome. I liked them. I I mean they, you yeah. know. So um, I mean they're the first female team to win the show um, on the show. I mean they, they they were they both doctors or just Nat was. I mean Cat was. I'm trying to remember. I think they both were. Yeah, they both were doctors. Right, 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 right. I should read. Um, here we go. <laughs> The duo, and the duo of doctors, also were one of the most diabetes, and right to run the race with diabetes, I have to to say that has to be, you know, something pretty in one, itself. Um, yeah. The for the they were the first female team to win the Amazing Race. That was very impressive, and yes, they belong on this list. And Cat broke the twenty-two-year vegetarian vow by eating a sheep's head on the race. Ugh. Exactly. <laughs> what a way to break your vegetarian race. No um, doubt. You'll never forget. <laughs> um. All right. So here we Nick go. And um, Nick and Emily Star Spangler, um, the brother and sister team. Um, so. Um, this sibling um siblings dominated like no other team before um with wins of seven of the final eleven legs that's amazing of the race um at twenty one star became the youngest person the winner of the show in the show's history so um I do remember them and they were pretty amazing um so yeah i I agree with them being on this list as we're looking at it but a lot of these teams were winner winning teams. Um, you know, um, Boston Rob and Amber. I mean, enough said. I gotta guess you can't say anymore. They, you know, they played, they raced really well. They did. They, I mean, they uh, made it to the final leg of the show. You know, so the two were the first and they raced reality their own race. to make it. Yeah, their, their final leg in the history show's history. So, um, they were you know, often pretty. Like- off on a different plane than the entire yep. other, you know, teams. They took their own routes. You know, they they uh, they did things their way in the race, and well, look, oftentimes it, it, made it, it really, pay off. Yeah, if you look at it, I mean, you talk to other survivors, right? And I will not mention names, but. They're not a fan of Boston Rob because they say he, um, that he's um, he's Bur- um, Burnett's 
freaking, um, you know, poster child, blah, blah, blah. You know, but haters will hate as far as I'm concerned. You know, the kid, Boston made a career of being on Survivor, you know, making some serious money, winning, you know. So, you know, when, when people win, people can, you know, they, they, I hate, they hate it. They're just haters. It's just in chat, you know, it's just like, so I've never met the guy. He actually came once to the casino um, that I was working at, and I missed him because people came up. People knew I was on the Amazing Race that worked there. And they're coming, Louie, Boston Rob was in yesterday. Boston Rob was in yesterday. And he came in. He had a baseball cap on. He was, like, you know, sitting at a table playing blackjack, you know. So, But I never saw him again after that. But he did come in once. So here's our, here's our wow. friend, um, Uchenna and Joyce. I go, and he's not with her no more, right? Is that what he said? I think. No, they're not. But they yeah, are friends. Right. right, that's right. I mean, I remember, I specifically remember her cutting her hair off. I mean, this is one, this is a couple that you totally, you know, remember big time. Um, so, uh, it's like, do, do they belong in the top 25? Absolutely. Absolutely. They were a fun team to watch. They played hard. So congratulations. Hey, here we go. <laughs> Here's our boys. <laughs> so Zev and Justin, they um no said they they're so memorable, you know. With some of his his um, Asperger's and you know, and it and his and his best friend Justin being partners and then losing. You, know, you see you remember you just think these are things you remember like yeah, these people should be on the top. Yeah, remember they lost their um, passports? Yes. You know, it's like these are things you remember about teams that are popular and that should be in this top 25 list, my opinion. So, the yeah. views of Louis Stravato are not that of the Ron Radioity show. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, here we go. Brooke, Brooke and Clear. Yes, they should be in this list. Even though they're even though they're already freaking famous for being, you know, um, on their talk shows and everything else, you know, but um, Claire, Claire took that watermelon to the face, and freaking, it, it was like it was like a viral hit, you know, on YouTube and everything else, you know, it was just like uh, because I mean, it's people that she, I'm surprised. She get a concussion from that freaking thing, man. I was like, but um, we ended up running. Mike and I ended up running the rock and roll half marathon with them in Las Vegas. Uh, back um, when we did the rock and roll half marathon, um, we were the you know the, we had a big amazing race team with us. The only person that wasn't amazing race was Sheila Kennedy, <laughs> but um, but everybody else was amazing race and it was a lot of fun and they were there with us so. Um, so congratulations, Brooke and Claire. And last on this list, um, Tammy and Victor. Uh, and yes, you, re- you remember them. You know, they're the brother and sister team. Um, they played a hell of a race. Um, so, I mean, I guess for the most part, most of these teams are rightfully on it. I'm just curious how they got picked. That's all. So... Um, so congratulations. I, I'm being a hater for some in some points, yes, because I mean, you know, 
I wish I was on it, but we weren't. Whatever. It is what it is, you know. I, I guess we weren't I, that famous or, or that favorite. That's all right. You know, it's good. It's all I good. don't know. It is I what think, it is. I think you and Mike were just as memorable as some of these teams, in my opinion. Look, um, whenever, whenever, Chetty, whenever we see people and, and they say, oh, you're the guy from Amazing Race. You guys were hilarious. You guys, you know, drive it like you stole it. They start quoting stuff we said, you know. So that's like we moved people, you know. So it's like whatever. But it is what it is, you know. So it's all good. So congratulations to everybody, you know. And I'm wondering where this is going to lead to and why it's popping up. But, again, season 30 is going to be coming up within next year. So we're going to see what happens. Um, but that's going to be interesting. I just don't think this is out there for no reason. I think there's a reason right. behind that list. I'm surprised you didn't know about it. I'm so surprised. I was like, I'm shocked. Um, I've been busy this past week. It, it well, kind of slipped by me, but no, that's that's fine. It's it's fine. <laughs> um, so we are on to leg. Five of the Amazing Race, and which what was the name of this leg, Cherry? Do you have it in front of you or no? I do. Give me just a moment. It was called. <laughs> We're only doing freaky stuff today. Yes, <laughs> I want to say something. This leg of the race, and I'm not a person that I I I, I pretty I don't I, I kind of hate snow. It's <laughs> like. Because especially after last winter here in New England, but um, it was one of the most beautiful views and sceneries of a country that they ever caught. I mean, oh my God, from God bless, congratulations, man. Well done, you know, well done. And, you know, we're going to talk about it, but I mean, so I mean, it was like we were there. Uh, I, oh, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, breathtaking. So we're starting out. They're in. Um, how do you say it? Chamonix. Chamonix. How do you say that? In France, part of France. <laughs> oh, you're gonna hack it too. Right? Oh, I love it. I love it. You're <laughs> gonna screw it up too. Go ahead, Chevy. I want to hear you say something bad. Please, please, don't make me look like the only one that can't say these words. All right, so we're in Shaman, France. <laughs> Shaman, the toilet paper. That's where they made the, the paper, the toilet paper Shaman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! But that's not where it came from. <laughs> uh, Can I say I something before so. we talk about the amazing? Before we even talk about the amazing race, real quick, real quick. That show, Little Big Shots, if you're not watching it, you got to watch it with Steve Harvey. Oh, my things. God. Oh, my God. These kids, I mean, and he's the perfect host, period. I mean, he can't, he, everything he puts his hands on right now is gold, right? And that little kid, the Japanese kid that imitates Bruce Lee, was absolutely incredible. And what a sweet little kid for not even being able to speak a word of English. Um and it was just like he was so young and innocent, but when he put on the show, 
with the noon truck, she became a whole different person. So he was so serious during his show, it. and then it was after it was <laughs> over, he burst out in laughter and ran around yeah. the stage. Yep, like a little kid, like the little kid he mm-hmm. is. You know what I mean? It's just like, well, but it's, he it's kept so, up with that Bruce Lee movie. Perfect. Move for move. Yep, yep. That was that was. And he's not. He wasn't even looking at the screen. You know, it was like it's crazy. But I've seen I've I've seen him do it on the um, like on YouTube before. I, I've seen that people have, that's been passed around a million times. But um, anyways, all right. Now let's talk about the Amazing Race. So we're in um, Shamanic France, and um, so it appears at the beginning of it, they that I'm like I remember reading in the rules and regulations when they gave them to us. If necessary, the Amazing Race will supply you with clothing um, throughout the race um, that fits the environment or the um, leg itself. So when they got the, when they saw it when, in that lobby, they got all those bags. I'm like, oh boy, something's got something's going down. Like they got these, they got these ski gifts and clothing they're putting on. It's going to be cold, and they're going to be doing something that's going to be, you know, pretty intense. I am so impressed with this season compared to last season. So, so Justin, if you're listening to me before you do your show, this show kicks your show's ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the damn truth, Jerry. It's the truth, hon. I mean, like, this, this, is, this is such a physically challenged season so far. Wow. Wow. You know, yeah. So, um, I have to agree. I so mean, in the scenery, the incredible. oh my god, this like incredible was absolutely <laughs> breathtaking. Absolutely. And you're right. the The physicality of it is there's there's no no comparison. None. <laughs> sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, it is, it is, you know, um, so the route info was, um, get your license to drive, um, search the streets of Sominix for the, uh, for an assigned license plate. And once they do this, they will then take that vehicle to Les Grands Monet, um, gondola, gondola state, um, station and search for the next clue. So. They, you know, Brett, uh, Brody and Kurt left first, then Tyler and Corey, because they all ended up on the mat, like, within a minute of each other. I think they, they separated them by a minute of each other, but they were pretty much all on the mat at the same time. Um, Dana and Matt, then Bernie and Ashley, Sherry and Cole, Zach and Rachel, Scott and Blair, and Aaron Joslin um, are the teams that are left. So we got these eight teams left, rocking and rolling. Once they got to the Gondo station, there was another route in flow in the the Blanc, LeBlanc, um, the White Mountain, which is 15,771, fi- yeah, 15,771 feet, um, the highest mountain in Central Europe. Um, teams must then ascend nearly um, 11,000 feet, battle the air and the weather changes for the next clue. So it was kind of like a zip line, that, and it wasn't like a long length. Wasn't the biggest like separation, but it's enough to be below uh, underneath you and like you know. And there were teams that had some serious um, claustrophobic issues. Uh, I mean, like 
Um, and height issues. Blair, height issues, yes. Blair, that's correction, I'm sorry. Thank you. Blair was a mess. Oh, my God. Bawling her eyes out. I mean, I mean her, her and Scott both had issues of height and um, stuff throughout that whole, this whole leg of the race. Um, while doing it, uh, at one point, I was curious how they were going to do this, but um, when Ashley went across to get the clue, she dropped it. And, like, I'm like, they're going, oh, it doesn't, you know, like, we're able to see it, but they're like, oh, we might, you know, I, I thought maybe they were going to have them climb down to get it and climb back up, but <laughs> they just let, they just let her do, they had, just had to do the zip line again. So, um, which didn't really hurt them that much. Um, I thought it was going to be a big issue, but it wasn't. Um, so then once they did, once they got the clue, that, it, that clue read, it was a detour. So there was dynamite. And there was campsite and dynamite. They had to deliver two explosives and lunch to the hardworking professionals. Um, and once they did, once they delivered the, the dynamite, is then detonated, and then they can make their way. Um, then they'll receive the next clue and then make their way back down to safe ground um, from there. Campsite teams had a pitch a tent properly pitch a tent for the next clue. So everybody did the dynamite. Everybody did, except for Bernie and Ashley. Bernie and Ashley told me that the thing behind us was um, nobody else is doing it. If we do this right, we can finish it up and we can get out of there and we can be ahead of the pack, which is a great, great idea. And foresight, I, I kind of agree with it. But man, was that the campsite thing was not an easy challenge. You had to pretty much dig a lot of snow out to put it like a barrier around this tent. You had to, then you had to put the tent together, which is not a big deal to put the tent together, but stake it in those, that things were easy. And then just set it up, setting up's easy. But it, the whole thing was the digging around and they did have to, um, when they, they had the judge come over to look at it, they had to add more snow. So it did eat up a lot of time for them. And it, it actually wore them down a lot. But I have a question that being said, yes, dear. Why did they show, and I forget who it was now, but somebody, when they were getting the dynamite, somebody told one team, just get one and get lunch. And one of the teams just picked up one stick of dynamite or one package of dynamite and went in and got lunch like out of the the wrong area no, they got no. lunch out of like and they made a big deal of showing that and then there was no consequences for it. And I was like, why did they make a big deal of showing that? I thought there was gonna be like you know, something happened because of that. Like, you know, they didn't take up two sure. sticks of dynamite or whatever and there was gonna be some penalty or something happened, they were gonna have to go back or something happened because no, of that, you, and they made a big deal of showing it, and then nothing happened. It's because so finally they, they – they, they, if because I played it back and forth a few times. That was Aaron and Joslyn who was um, confused with that, and they were, like, all over the place with it, and they did end up grabbing two sticks, and they which they did – you know, which obviously they did because they didn't show it, but they – because you, you're right, they did just grab water first. And as far as the lunch thing, they were grabbing up people's lunch, but all of a sudden, 
one of them said, maybe it's the baguette, but who would just, who would eat a baguette for lunch? One of them said. So for whatever reason, you're not, you're, look, we're not behind scenes as far as saying, like, whoa, 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 guys. You know, they let them touch, the, they, they touching the bags of food, but they probably said, to them, whoa, whoa, that, that's not, that's not it. You know, that's somebody, that's somebody's food, you know, so they never took it, you know, but they never expounded on it either, like you said. They never did, so. Um, okay. So. I just Brody didn't understand Kurt, why they showed all that and then it not. Right. Yeah, they did They did what, it. They what just, happened with that? I mean, you know, you still, you know, they were moving on and it's the, the fifth leg. You still, a lot of teams. So you still, there's editing that you have to do. And as, because we're watching it in a way where we're taking notes and stuff, you, you see stuff that if you were just to watch it for the one hour, some things you would just skip right over. You know, you'd be like, because it's so well edited. But, but because we're not, because we're watching it in the way we're watching it, we're watching it, pause, taking notes. Oh, wait a minute. I got to back up. I missed that. Watch it again. Yeah. And you see something and you're like, what? It's like, you know, so anyway. Um, so Brody and Kurt um, finished first. Tyler and Corey second. Dana and Matt third. Um, now, Bernie and Ashley were like fourth in this thing at, at when coming into that. Um, particular thing, the dynamite in the campsite, um, but uh, th- that because they did that, it moved them more towards the end of the pack. Because uh, Zach and Rachel finished fourth, um, Scott and Blair finished fifth, Erin and Joslyn finished sixth, Bernie and Ashley finished seventh, and uh, Sherry and Cole finished eighth. Um, so and you know, again, Sherry was a freaking mess on that zip line. Total mess. So, um, and then, uh, you know, it's funny because, and then Cole was a mess climbing up the mountain and the heights thing and everything. It was like, they were, they both had some serious issues with heights big time. So, um, you know, but for them to fight your fears and fight through it, they did a good job. I actually had some sympathy for Cole this, this episode. I didn't hate him as much. <laughs> he wasn't that arrogant. I think he got humbled a little bit in, in, in reality. Um, which is good because sometimes you need to be humbled. So um, one thing I will say about this this season is everybody is so friendly still. You yeah. Know, usually by yes. now, you know teams are hating on each other. At least some. There's yep. usually at least some team that's been villainized, and you know there's some tension within teams, but. Everybody is so friendly on this season and helping each other and kind to each other. And I kind of like it, you know, I'm not, I'm not hating on it yet. You know? No, no, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, I I love how, you know, you got these two manly Brody and Kurt, two manly guys. And then you got Tyler and Corey who are two gay guys and they're like, Best of friends. It's cool. You know, it's not, you know, it's, it's good. I it's, love it's, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so once they completed that, they received the next clue, and it was a route info, and they had to take a car to um, Plant Prods, the gondola station, for the next clue. And I know I hacked that word up big time. 
Anyways, we're going to skip right over that. And um, <laughs> we, we're going to go on, and the next clue was a roadblock. And it was throwing caution to the wind. And so it's like, who feels the wind beneath their wings? And, oh, my God, I would have loved, loved, loved to have done this. Uh, uh, um, I've done parasailing over water, but this looked so incredible. Um, so they, it was paragliding um, on a sail. Uh, and it's funny, um, Phil, as he's describing it, and they're paragliding a sail with uh, a few strings attached. Those aren't strings, those are ropes. But anyway, <laughs> it's like, you know, a thick type rope, you know. Um, so it, it's, I like the, the uh, like, you're making it seem like it's just, all right, well, you know, want these thin strings they want. <laughs> you know, it's like, so. And it is tandem paragliding. A, you do have a tandem pilot on there yeah, with you. True. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, they could have never done it together. You have, you have to have years of training and stuff, or months at least. Um, so teams um, will then tandem, tandem paraglide for more than 7,000 feet. And when they land, they must answer the mountain um, watchman's question about what they've seen for the next clue. And what they saw was a, a, guy, a person dressed as a Yeti waving a French flag. So it was pretty easy as far as what they saw. Nobody at any time um, had, like, didn't, did not see it, you know. So I was just curious if somebody didn't see it. I was curious to what would have happened. Like, you know, would they have to go back up and do it over again? But that didn't happen. So I was kind of bumming about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um, so when I was like a few teams, <clears throat> Brody was, Brody did it, um, this roadblock. And as he's running down the mountain, it's a lot of snow. And he tripped up and the sail dropped. So that led Corey to go next, and Corey got off the ground and, you know, flew down first. Then was Brody, um, then Matt. Um, then, then there was the problem with Blair and Rachel. Um, uh, Rachel tripped up, and then Blair went, and Blair – so Blair took the lead over Rachel. Um, and then it was Aaron and Ashley. They, they both were tripping up, and Sherry – who was like last in that back overtook them to come in sixth. And then, you know, um, Erin trips again. And so Ashley overtook her, but I love the, um, the, the evil laugh. Um, I don't know if you noticed it, that Erin gave when Ashley fell, but yeah, comma is a bitch. Comma is a bitch. And then, so sorry, Erin, you know, it was funny. I, I just I had rewound it a few times to watch Erin with that evil grin. It was kind of cute in a way, you know, but it was like um, in a sick way, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> so once they completed that, they received the next clue, and um, the mountain was uh, conquered by Dr. Picard, and they had the finest statue in town, and, and that was the pit stop. So uh, Tyler and Corey came in first, and they won a trip by Travelocity to Bukharai Islands in the Philippines and with a bunch of, like, fun things they're going to be doing. So congratulations, guys. Excellent job. Bodie and Kurt came in second. Dana and Matt third. Scott and Blair fourth. 
Scott and Blair out of nowhere. That was a big win, a big come from behind and in fourth. So congratulations. Um, Zach and Rachel came in fifth. Bernie and Ashley came in sixth. Sherry and Cole came in seventh. And Aaron and Jocelyn came in eighth, and they were eliminated. So um, it looks they showed, you know, previews, and it looks like there's some fun places they're going to be going to. But I believe, I believe that college basketball is going to be on for the next few weekends. And that's why we are not going to be on until April 1st. So April 3rd, um, we'll be back here. Oh, 3rd, 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 my bad. So, we're, you know, so you're not going to hear from me for a couple of weeks. I know you're going to be sad. I know you people are going to be a mess, you know, but – those of you who have my number, you can call me. <laughs> but um, Or you can replay the Amazing Race Second Pit Stop show. All of our episodes are in our archives, so you can go back and listen yep. to old episodes. You can hear my lovely voice. <laughs> That's right. So, if you miss um, Louie, you can go back and play old episodes. <laughs> you can call him on the phone and say, Louie, I just can't stand that hearing your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always there for you, Cherry. You know that, honey. <laughs> I'll always, I'll always be there for you, my friend. Oh, thank you, um, for the Same goes for you. Uh, thank you, baby. So, um, all right, um, that's that. Lake Bottom Amazing Race and season twenty-eight, and it's turning out to be a very, very good leg. I mean, uh, yeah, um, episode of uh, this this lake season twenty-eight turning out to be. Uh, truly amazing. Um, very fun. Very, like, this season's incredible. Uh, I'm loving it. Loving it. So, um, Jerry, I love you. Stay well. And to those listening right now, God bless you guys. And thank you for listening to us. Um, you guys rock. And you guys are amazing. So, peace out. Well, thank you, And Louis. I'll see you, see you in a couple of weeks. All right. Thank right. you so much. Right, Thanks baby. for being here. And see you. we'll have you back on the third then. There we go. I love you. All right. Take care. Love you too, babe. Thank you. Take care, baby. Bye-bye. All right. You too. Bye-bye. I want to remind everybody to be back with us tomorrow for the Manic Monday show. I believe we may have somebody very special to talk about Big Ange. And then back here again on Thursday where we talk about Survivor Karang with Mike and the Mike. Both of those shows are at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Then we'll be back here again on April 3rd. Pick back up on the Amazing Race Second Pit Stop show with Luis Dorado. So we're going to close tonight with Ron, as we always do. I hope everybody has a great night, and I hope to see you back here tomorrow for the Manic Monday Show with Michelle Costa from Season 10 of Big Brother. Here's Ron to take us out for tonight. God bless. Take care. Be kind to each other. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in.
bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It's always a great one with Louis Gerardo. I want to thank my special help out there, Jason Lee. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thomas, for being there tonight. Thank everybody in our chat room. Thanks all our listeners that listen to us on podcast. We love you. Thanks to all our fans who support the Rad Reality Show Network. That's a wrap for tonight. We're out of here. Good night, all.